So, retrospectors, what historical events are we ticking off on this week's run of Today in History? Well, Monday is the anniversary of the day Roger first publishes famous thesaurus. Then on Tuesday, we say happy birthday, Mr. Potato Head. On Wednesday, the extraordinary stories of the child soldiers who fought in the American Civil War. On Thursday, how King James changed the word of God. And on Friday, what did spam emails look like in 1978? We discuss this and more on Today in History with the retrospectors. Ten minutes every weekday, wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, should we start? I'm ready. Born ready. Heads, host reads each and leaves a gap for Terry and Phil to be hilarious. Oh, shit, I forgot about that. I've not done this in ages. Is this in case I've forgotten? It was for the guest host no, we, who we've... didn't know what to read and oh, what right. not to read. So Terry... Turns out when a guest host comes in and looks at our script and hasn't been doing it for yeah. six years, they can't understand yeah. some bits. And Strange, they don't all listen to every episode. Fucking awful. Right. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that's unpredictably slow to dry off. Is that James I Allen? I think it might be Murray Walker. Oh, we were, okay, we went different generations there, but yeah, okay, I like it. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that blew its budget cap on booze and hookers. Motherhood treating you well then? <laughs> you should see my budget. <laughs> Bibs and nappies, wasn't it? Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the only podcast on slicks when it's clearly still wet. This, I mean, that sounds dodgy. If you put no. wet in anything, it sounds dodgy. Or if you put anything in wet. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to For Formula One's Sake. This podcast will start in an hour because right now it might be too exciting. Yeah, it's because I'm wet. Oh. Too wet. <laughs> Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the only podcast celebrating an old name that has come back with a lot of noise. That's right. Fernando oh, Alonso. 350 races. <laughs> Can't believe it. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the podcast F1 deserves. Maybe you've all forgotten, but I'm Chica fucking Ayres. I know that's not actually my middle name, but I am back and I am here to clean up this podcast like a marshal with a broom. We are going to talk about the Singapore Grand Prix and all who sailed in her. Rain came down, rain went away, lots of people crashed and a Red Bull won. We'll get into that and all the other F1 nonsense from the past few weeks. Prepare yourself. That is all to come. Joining can me I just is, say, can what? I just say, I'm really Yay. happy to have you back. Oh, guys. Like, genuinely, when you were saying that, I had a smile on oh. my face. <laughs> she can read still, despite Fucking everything. Yeah. Like Murray was still alive. Beautiful. Joining me is a man who is bang on trend. It is Phil Troman. Sorry, you wrote Don't that, laugh. not me. Fuck <laughs> I'm still cool. I'm still he is it. on trend. I know what all the kids are. If that trend was 1987. <laughs> you may remember that um that I well well none of us have met up for quite a while because of the old pandemic thing and I've been quite quite careful for about 3 years now because my wife's a little bit immune system's a little bit dodgy so we've not been doing very much and it's been quite boring but we finally decided we are going to go on holiday and we went on holiday Yay! and we had a brilliant time and we all caught covid no yeah. oh yeah. no where did you go <clears throat> went to the new forest the new forest oh. of covid caught covid from the new yeah. forest trees apparently can carry it so i understand yeah we were away for a week first time we've been away in 3 years all got covid it was rubbish but I'm better now, so that's I'm good. Sorry, can How we what? just the first holiday in three years, and you chose the new forest? Yeah, because we've got a baby. It's really fucking difficult to go anywhere with a baby. Centre Park. Well, the place we went was like Centre Parks, but about half the price. 
but with more COVID. And with more COVID. Yeah, now I understand that the savings we made Half financially the double the COVID. Were made up, they were supplemented by disease. Yeah, no, he went to Sandy Balls. Wasn't he a driver? He was. Drove for Van Wall in the 50s, that's right. And alongside him is a man who is on a detox. It is Terry Saunders. Do you remember when we started this podcast? We used to do it in bars. Oh, those were oh, the days. And um, we used to kind of meet up every week and get yeah. pissed. Yeah. Without, without a and care by the time in the I world. did State of F1, by the time I did State of F1, I would be genuinely <laughs> drunk. <laughs> we just, anyway, we um, I'm going away on some kind of, yeah, I'm going away on some kind of retreat tomorrow into the woods. And I've been put on a detox for the last few days. And I've been only eating basically fruits and nuts and sugar. And right now, no, not sugar, fruits and nuts and salads and soup. And I'm currently drinking green tea. What the fuck happened? That's interesting. I'm drinking, uh, I'm drinking a Pilsner. I feel, annoyingly, really fucking great. Like, actually, <laughs> turns out, turns out, not filling your body full of toxins is <laughs> good. Don't, who um, are you? I know, it's horrible. It's this boring, is isn't it? ruin the podcast. I know. I mean, people are supposed to buy us really? beer. What are they going to do now? I buy hate... us fucking kombucha? I hate people like you. <laughs> I hate it when people say, oh, I feel great. And you're like, oh, do you know what? I should do that. Who's got the time or inclination? Fuck off. I've got the time. I suppose you have. I, I choose my own hours. I live on my own. <laughs> Don't have kids. You bastard. You're you know, living the fucking dream. Now you're going to be all healthy and you're going to yeah. rub it in our face. But imagine that. Imagine living the dream and choosing not to drink. What a... What a... <laughs> c- yeah. Chica, it's been a while. Have you been up to much? Any stories? Since I last spoke on? to you. Yeah. Oh, since I, anything what, happened? What's happened? Anything life-changing? Um, um, do you know what, Phil? I I had a baby. Um, oh. What? Yeah, I know. Don't pretend you saw him. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah. He's I pushed it out, stopped sleeping over the last four months. How was became, the, how was the birth? Oh, it was magical. Magical. Um, Were you communing with nature? No, I mean, I don't really remember much, but my favourite bit was apparently when I was high on gas and air, I announced to Tom that I was looking for hot babes on campus. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny where the brain goes, isn't it? Yes. What the fuck was I thinking about? (laughs) Well, I think it's fairly obvious what you were thinking uh, about. Hot babes on campus. (laughs) I think you were thinking about going back to university. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the hot babes. What did I miss? Right, let's slither hopelessly into Listener's Corner and hope we have the wherewithal to hit it head on because then we can back out and continue with just a broken wing and broken pride. Singapore was just about as exciting as watching rain dry, but luckily that was better than it sounds. But why was the race delayed by an hour? Phil Pitt Matthews asks, why are Pirelli wasting rubber on making full wet tyres? Every time we get the conditions to use them, the race is just postponed till it's okay to use inters. And Will Bowen says all the ingredients were there, mixed up grid, wet track and lots of safety cars to keep everyone together. So how did it manage to be both chaotic and boring at the same time? And Stuart Forsyth says, what's the most useless thing taken to an F1 race? Wet weather tyres or... Nicholas Latifi, way uh, discuss. Was the, was this a good race? I don't think so. Was it? Was it? Or was it not? Because I saw quite a lot of people going. That was an amazing race. And I was like, I mean, I it was wasn't quite bored. Awful. It wasn't boring. It started it wasn't boring, quite boring, but I was it started bored. Quite boring. 
I think there was a lot of potential. It was one of those races where there's lots of potential, but you kind of know that because it's a street track and it's modern F1, they probably won't be able to overtake unless somebody makes a mistake. But having said that, quite a lot of people were making mistakes. But the mistakes were kind of amateur hour. And this was the first time at Singapore with a new reg, so you'd hope they would be able to overtake, and they couldn't. They never turned the DRS on. Exactly what Phil says, not you, Phil, the other Phil, Phil, Pip, 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 Phil. <laughs> Why didn't they start... <laughs> Sorry, I got stuck there. Why didn't they start the race an hour know. ago? As in Sunday, not an hour just now. Because it, it was... It was quite dry. It was drying. Slowly. Well, the thing is, and they knew from... But the thing is, they knew from qualifying the day before that the track wouldn't dry quickly. So waiting an hour just meant it went from being like perilously wet and exciting to a bit slippy yeah. and shit. And that, in fairness, and they went that for, was still quite interesting because it was terminally like, when do you go on to slicks? When do you go on to slicks? Now, George, now. No, George, no, not now. But it would have been better if they were doing that from the wet. Well, I agree. And the thing is, I agree. I also agree. Why have we got these wet tyres? They haven't been used for like five years They'll probably or something. They'll perish. So, oh, they just put them imagine? on and they're just, they just start flaking again? apart. Actually, that does sound good. Well, that was like Pirelli in the first couple of years, wasn't it? Oh, that's the kind of insight you come here for. <laughs> I thought it was entertaining. It kept my interest for most of it, although the first... Up up until the first sort of pits and people crashing was a bit dull. But then I was I was interested, but I all the time that questions came up, I was like, oh, is this going to happen? My default response was no, probably not, because you can't overtake. You know, the few times that people did try something it messed them up because they went off the drying line onto the wet line and slid off and hit the wall even the safety cars were boring mm. oh Perez certainly thought so didn't he like there was no, he was like go faster no one fucking pitted anyway good on good on him all right yes all right so now it's poetry time <laughs> Charles Brooker says Georgie Porgie pudding and pie changed to slicks when it wasn't dry I'm sure one of you funny fuckers can polish that particular turd with a tremendous next stanza Georgie Porgie, pudding and pie, changed the slicks when it wasn't dry. Georgie Porgie is a dull shit. I don't like him one little bit. <laughs> Georgie Porgie, pudding and pie, changed the slicks when it wasn't dry. He had no grip and shouted shit. I don't like this a little bit. In other news, when is a budget cap not a budget cap? When people just fucking ignore it, of course. That's apparently what at least two teams have done, although nothing's been officially announced yet. But rumour says Aston Martin have been slightly naughty when it comes to complying with the $145 million budget cap that was introduced in 2021, when Red Bull have basically ignored it. Allegedly. But what should be the punishment if this turns out to be the case? This is a bit of a weird one that could be really exciting but probably won't be would that be a fair assessment should we go back to the beginning there's a budget cap yeah because everyone was spending too much and the powers that be said right 145 million with a few exceptions that's all you can spend it's the rules now and that came in last year but rumors and they are just rumors at the moment i think yeah but they're kind specific, of f1 rumors by by journalists as well they're like when journalists do specific rumors that kind of means this isn't just it's not the kind of shit that we're making no 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 it's informed (laughs) shit um but seems to suggest that aston martin blah 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 doesn't sound anything serious but red bull may have wiped their ass with the budget cap and spent way more than they should have done And, and ferrari right no just red bull i think i mean maybe ferrari 
No, Red I Bull and Red Aston Bull, Martin. Yeah, Red Bull and Aston Martin. But I think the Aston Martin one's quite really? quite minor from what it, the rumours say. But Red Bull quite be, could be quite a major breach. In which case, mm. they've clearly got an unfair advantage. Last, this is last year, we should say, 2021, when obviously Red Bull won the Drivers' what Championship. Happened? What happened last year? Oh. Mm, but only just. So, But it also, found, it also means... They have an advantage this season. Well, yes, it does. There are there, this is the difficulty of the whole thing because if they put in a load of uh, put in a load of research into something, they don't just forget that at the end of the season. They've they've got it, and if they've got it through dubious means, what 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 is to be done about it? If it turns out indeed that mm. this is the case, because they are sort of strenuously denying it, but to the levels where you think, yeah, I don't believe you. Well, they're doing very careful denying. Their language is very precise. Around yeah, it. I can't believe you're <laughs> saying that there's no proof been published yet. We didn't break that budget yeah. cap. We did <laughs> not break no budget cap. Isn't Horner trying to sue... F- yeah. uh, is it Mercedes He's for saying defamation? This is absolutely outrageous. And, you know, if somebody had done this and it hadn't happened, then they could they could be sued. I don't think they have sued, but he's saying that in theory, somebody could be sued. I believe, mm. and and Max That's Verstappen a, is saying, "Oh, they should keep their mouths shut." Oh, which is what I think is, it's the, it's, it's the, the Red Bull. The more they're protesting, the more yeah. they look guilty. Um, Allegedly, but what well, we know what's going to happen. Nothing. This is my this is Formula my fear one, is that it's going to be some kind of like hand slappy nonsense. Even though, in theory, if this is true, and it's a big if because we don't know, but if Red Bull have got a ton more research and they've won the title. Surely there's got to be punishment, because otherwise, what's the point of the budget cap? If you can just break it and, I don't know, you get a fine, that's fucking stupid. You spend too much money, pay us more money. Um, do they deduct well, points from last spe- season, in which case suddenly Verstappen doesn't win the title? Do they get punishment this season? Unless, I reckon that they could do is just deduct points from last year, but deduct them just from Perez. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise like, oh, me if that's what happens. Because what annoys me is that, so it's only coming to light now because the way that the budget works, they have to kind they of file their accounts. Wait or something. a fucking, they've got to wait a fucking year before they can press total on the spreadsheet. Which means so then Red Bull will be doing that thing of going, well, you can't change last year's championship, blah 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 blah. And it's like, well, they'll do that every year because this year's budget cap, we won't know when they've cheated until next mm. October. <laughs> it's like, what's the fucking? I can't point? quite see what a satisfactory um, punishment would be if this does turn out to be the case. Like there's some people talking about I know what right well you won't get any you won't get any development in the future and blah 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 and it's like well we've got loads of development from when we spent too much money and bought a load of new engineers like what do you do what, what would your know? satisfactory punishment be Terry obviously strip him of last year's championship yeah and but this he will always be remembered he will always be remembered as winning that championship so no he won't. Because Lewis Hamilton will always be remembered as winning that championship. <laughs> I'll tell you what, they can both have it. Aww, <laughs> they split sweet. it, like the gold medal in the high jump at the Olympics. It'll be, it'll be like an episode of Bake Off where they go, do you know what, we just can't find anyone to get rid of. Well, or, so we've wasted an entire season. I mean, we've wasted, what, seven, eight seasons by this point. Yeah. What, okay, what if the FIA give us money? <laughs> like, I'd be, actually, money, I would be like, happy with that. Yeah, I'll take that. Give every fan. No, no, no. Not quid. every fan. Just us. Oh, just us. Combine that. Just give us. I don't know. Couple, couple of million. What about our guest hosts? Oh, they can have. Yeah, they nah. can. Couple have a of million. Payment. Okay, we'll have a couple of million, 
and then we're, but we're, hang on does that mean that we're the only podcast that won't be allowed to mention it <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm all right with it there's plenty of other shit we can talk do about you know what? I'd be fine. but if we mention it we'll have to give the money back because you know what i'm like with authority i will just keep nearly mentioning it every week and you will both hate me sitting in your luxury luxury <laughs> penthouse apartments going terry don't we'll fucking ruin this for me. a, a yeah, suitable lawyer to sit over producer matt's shoulder and cut out anything that could get the money taken away from us and we'll never do a live show again <laughs> Okay, so F1 driver silly season is almost over with several drivers recently confirmed for next year and several confirmed not. Staying next year is Joe Guanyu at Alfa Romeo and Yuki Tsunoda at Alfa Tauri. Unconfirmed but seemingly likely is Pierre Gasly to Alpine and definitely not coming in is IndyCar hotshot Colton Herta to McLaren because he's not allowed a super license. So the big question marks are, who gets the second seat at Alpine or AlphaTauri if it's Gasly? Haas and Williams, are we close to finding out? Maybe. No. Yes. Okay. I don't know. Uh, Has anyone been keeping a sort of close eye on this? So apparently, if Pierre Gasly goes to Alpine, that would be amazing because Gasly and Ocon yes. hate each other. And apparently, that's because Gasly stole Ocon's girlfriend a few years ago. Did he? No. I didn't know that. I so thought it was just because one I, of them started winning and the other one didn't and they got annoyed. I can't remember. Well, you could say that's exactly what happened. Phil. But not on the track. <laughs> In the bedroom. No. Odds, oh, slicks. Come on. Oh. What? Um... <laughs> Okay, so if Gasly goes to if Gasly goes to AlphaTauri, a that'll be fun. But no, sorry, if Gasly goes to Alpine, yep. that'll be fun. But that means there's a Red Bull seat uh, at AlphaTauri, so an AlphaTauri seat, if you like. So <laughs> everyone seems to be talking about Nick De Vries, but they're also talking about him for Williams, maybe because you know he had that one good and race, also. despite the fact that nobody had paid any but attention all- to him for years since he was a junior at McLaren about ten years ago. I mean, I think Ricardo should go to AlphaTauri as a kind of full-on oh, humiliation. God, can you just imagine? <laughs> absolutely give it to him of how far it's he's It's already seen as humiliating Bull, enough yeah. when you go to Red Bull and then have to go back to what is now AlphaTauri. But imagine if you went to Red yeah, Bull imagine... and then deliberately left and went to several other teams and then ended up back at AlphaTauri again. <laughs> so that's my hope. Uh, no, I... Williams, oh. I mean... It should be Nick de Vries because he's he's all right. He is good. People are talking about uh, with increasing um, volume of late. Uh, Logan Sargent, who is an American driver, but an American driver who actually has a chance of getting a super license because I think he's second or third in F two at the moment. I wish he was called Logan Lieutenant because then he'd be called Logan Lieutenant. Well, when he gets promoted, <laughs> of course, from F two to F one, he'll go up a rank. Uh, yeah, thank you. So that would work. And Haas. So Schumacher looks like he's out. Yeah, because he's not very good. He's mm. not very good. Uh, there's talk of replacing Schumacher, the bankable German with a rich family history who's all right, but not great, with uh, Nico <laughs> Hulkenberg might come back again, apparently. More successful. So, no. What's the point? He might finally get a podium. <laughs> he won't. In a Haas. I know. They've got podiums before, haven't they? Bless. I do know. Have they got podiums before? I feel like they have. No. No. Sure. Are you sure? No. I feel like they did in the early days. I am days. definitely not <laughs> yeah. sure. I feel like they came fourth once. I feel like we I'm should definitely Google not this Googling. Live. No, 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 yeah. no. 
because we haven't they done this for a long time. They have never um, got a podium. I made that up. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, fine. Tell us how wrong we are. You can tweet us at for F1 sake or find us on Facebook where we're for F1 sake or email us at wrong at ff1s.com. Alternatively, if you think we're right, then why not buy us a beer? Particularly if you're not in the UK as the pound sucks and we get more beer. So we thank Mark Berry who says, hi, Terry, you were great. Hi, Phil, you were yes. missed last episode. Oh, hi, Chica, oh. come back soon. Hi, Mark. Nice to hear from you. Thank you, Mark. Mm-hmm. You're my favourite berry now. What about Mary? Fuck Mary Berry. And thanks to our monthly donors who have kept their donations, even with this constant reminder to cancel them. They are Sean Kumar. Thank you, Sean. Neil Fraser. Neil. Jenny and Ralph Brynard. Actual legends. They're yeah, still there. there. Bryce Davies. Like really... Yay. Bryce. Bryce is nice with Bryce. The, the, price, the, price. Price. the price is right. Andrew Cunningham. Andrew Cunningham. Jason R. Bradley. The R stands for Rand. <laughs> or Rich. David Findlay. David Fundley. Findlay. David Financial Crisis. David Outlay. Funds. David Fundslay. Funds Outlay. Chris Lee. Crispy new five pound note. Chris Lira. Brad Youngman. Pocket full of cash. Brad, when I was a young man, I could have you could buy a house on a average salary. <laughs> Keith Falconer. Falcons are expensive. Falcons are probably <laughs> on some Middle Eastern notes. Bernard Waugh. Waugh. That's Wah. a lot of money. <laughs> what is it? Good, what is it good for? Oil production. Join them all, these wealthy people. Head to ff1s.com forward slash pint pint pint. God save our gracious teams. Long live our teams. Long save our teams. Red Bull. This was a cruel weekend for Verstappen. This was the weekend he could have clinched the title but failed due to team errors in qualifying and some complete cock-ups in the race. But... Most painfully, he wasn't Horner's golden boy for the weekend. Instead, the word on everyone's lips was, oh my God, I heart Perez. What a race for that adorable Mexican. But however, let's talk about that safety car infringement. Yes, he was too slow, ironically. He was too far behind the safety car or something. I didn't actually see it at the time. Did you see it? I saw him drive up alongside it and go, go faster. But then apparently he was too mm. far away from it. I don't quite know what happened. It looked fine to me. Well, the stewards. It reminded me of when you, when you play the Formula, or rather when I play the Xbox Formula One game, which admittedly I haven't done for ages. When a, if you've got it in proper rules and the safety car comes out, I can never catch up with the safety <laughs> well, it's car too fast. I think I'm just really. No, I'm really, I'm really <laughs> shit at that game, and oh. so I try and I try and go around, and it's like, oh, you're going too fast, and then. But I never get, I never get to catch up, and all these cars are behind me going beep beep beep, and I can't catch with the others. It's just it's wrong. Just I don't think we realise how hard that bit of the race is. For well, maybe drivers. it is quite realistic then, and you're you're playing in Perez mode, where it's very difficult to keep the yeah, right distance from the safety car, and that's what happened. But um, I mean, he got away with it. Got a five second penalty, but he won by enough. In fact, it, it, but it, okay, so 
in the if Leclerc hadn't had such a bad start though would he have still won the race uh, Leclerc would have done yes Pro- well no Ferrari would have done something probably, catastrophic yeah. obviously but in theory yes yeah, because actually Ferrari didn't actually fuck up on this race. It was all Leclerc. Yeah, I mean, and it was only it? one fairly minor fuck up at the very start. Um, but, I mean, he was with Perez pretty much the whole way trying to get past him. And you do think that if he had got past him quite early, he probably would have sailed off into the distance. I don't quite know why he lost so much ground towards the end. But um, I I was perennially thinking, well, Leclerc at some point is going to get past Perez. But you can't overtake on street tracks very well, so... He didn't, and that was the end of that. Which was weird, because I thought with the new rules, this might be a bit more exciting, but it just felt... I mean, I guess, obviously, slippery surface and all that. That definitely didn't weird, help. Yeah, yeah well, I think when, when yeah. Hamilton went off the second time, that was sort of indicative of, like, if you go off the dry line and try and do something, you'll lose all your grip and just go, ah, and go sailing off. So, yeah, it was a bit of a shame. But, you know, I mean, fair play to... But what about Perez. Verstappen? Um, Verstappen, he's a has-been. He's, an, he's yesterday's news. He's blown it. Yeah. The championships, it's, it's almost gone. I mean, he's only got, it's, I think it's less mm. than 100 points now that he's winning by. Exactly. So, you, you know how normally in the end of the championship, there's this kind of mathematically X, Y and Z can still win the championship and each race it mm. ticks off until one person can win. Should we start working out the opposite of that, which is how can mathematically Max Verstappen not win the championship? Like if he doesn't finish the next four races. it's difficult for him not to win it at the next race. Because he's probably going to win the like he's gonna, race. Well, if he if he doesn't finish the next, that doesn't. How happen. many races left? Yeah, but in even the if he doesn't finish, I think other people still have to fit. So it's like if Verstappen doesn't Leclerc finish, has the clerk has yeah. to win, and Perez has to come second. Yeah, that could still happen. It could happen. I, I mean, mean, this could be the start. Le- of, Leclerc winning a race. This could be the start of a glorious Perez comeback. I'd love Perez to win. <laughs> Something happens Imagine, to Verstappen every single race and Perez goes on like a six-race six win streak. Imagine winning the championship but not finishing the last six races. That would be really, I mean, I a think, really shit victory, he still? It? I think he could do that because if, if nobody else does... He's got a big enough lead that I think he could do that if nobody else... Like if Leclerc and Perez don't win and Verstappen just doesn't bother turning up. I think Verstappen would still win. Yeah, I think. No, exactly. Of course, he would. But that sounds about. Yeah, yeah. Ferrari. A lot of things went wrong for Leclerc this race, but for those people that missed the first twenty seconds of the race due to baby not going to sleep on scheduled bedtime, who knew? Could you just describe what happened at the start? He didn't have a good start. But it wasn't a bad start. Verstappen had a bad bad start. start. But it wasn't as good a start as Perez's start. Perez did a good start. Leclerc did a good good start. start. Perez took the lead, the end. The end of the story. I didn't think at the start it would go... I think the weird thing with that race is, maybe Perez a bit, but you just didn't see the top three for most of the race. You didn't see Sainz or Leclerc really at all. I kind of forgot they were there. Like Everything was going around and everyone was crashing off and everyone was going in the pits and all the rest of it. And I just kind of kept forgetting that the two Ferraris were second and third. They it was were. I mean, weird. there was quite a gap between them because it was basically Perez and Leclerc went sailing off into the distance. They were right next to each other. And then Sainz and Hamilton, was it, for most of the race? Hamilton was trying to get past Sainz and once mm-hmm. again just couldn't get past because you can't. And then everybody started crashing and the safety cars messed it all up and it went different. But Sainz was nowhere near as good as Leclerc this week. Leclerc actually had, a, apart from that start, he had a re- I thought he had a really good race. But he couldn't overtake. That was the end of that. 
He had a really good kind of race for someone who came second. Like he was probably the mm. second best person. Yeah, I mean, track. in many ways, the way that the Absolutely race finishes, second, the way the race finishes, quite often reflects how good the drivers of the teams are. I would say. Yeah, and that's I could call it a meritocracy if Red Bull didn't overspend and uh, sure. cheat. Yeah, I mean, if they hadn't overspend, they Aww. probably would have been at the back of the grid, allegedly. Okay, well, all right. I mean, despite the fact they are allegedly cheating bastards, Ferrari weren't. No, Ferrari are fine. Nobody's suggesting cheating. that Ferrari have ever they're cheated. Ferrari, they're fine. Okay, they now, Ferrari were cheating bastards the other year with their engines. But not this time. But they got a special this secret year. deal from the F. But they got a special secret deal from the FAA. So I bet you any money, you know, yeah. that money that Red Bull are saying. Can we have a special secret deal now, please? I bet you an extra seven million from nowhere. That, yeah, yeah. Well, Ferrari did get a double podium finish. Signs looked lovely out there, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. He was third best. When you say he looked lovely, he he, he drove very, in a lovely way. It was quite a slow way. Did you know that one of his ways of preparing for the race was to ride a bike? In a sauna. Well, I think a lot. I think Which a lot. Sounds like I the start a lot of a joke. I saw footage of Russell doing the very same thing, and it didn't work very well for him. Do you reckon they all ride a bike in the same sauna? There's just like a public sauna in Singapore. All the drivers are bringing they're in their properties. Re- yeah, they're really annoying the <laughs> staff at the gym because they're lugging big, heavy exercises bikes into the sauna. No, I think they've got like little. They're, they're actually just wheeling around the sauna. They're not even exercising. <laughs> like tricks. Hey, I'm a fucking Formula One driver. What are you going to do about it? Hey, I could buy this fucking sword. Fuck BMXs you. And popping up on the, <laughs> on the steps. <laughs> Mercedes. Hamilton grew up in Stevenage. He knows about rain and he's usually very good at it. But it turns out not tropical rain, though. Russell was never going to do that well after starting from the pit. It wasn't like Hamilton to make several mistakes in a race, was it? No, quite unusual, I would say. When was the last uh, time he made it? more I mean, than he's... one fairly fundamental mistake in a race? Normally, we remember yeah, I mean, the he made one, a few mistakes like, last year. Dinged into was he trying to overtake Russell a couple of years ago, and he went sliding off. And there's the crash in Brazil in oh. qualifying, and there's there's really not that many. So for him to, I don't know. There was a few last year. There was the kind of leaving the switch off and smoking his tyres on true. the restart. There was, in fact, he did make one earlier this season one more as well, where he had, he was on the wrong mode in the restart, wasn't he? Look, he is about thirty-seven. He's he getting on a bit. Very, very mm. old. Forgets his name. Forgets where he is. But yeah, yeah I mean, so what did he do? He slid. He, he basically forgot to take the corner. Or went in too fast to the corner and crashes we, the wall. And we've all he crashed done into it. it very well. We've all done it. He lined it up and he dinged it and he, he brought it back and he carried on. He didn't knacker the wheels. Sonoda. Actually, do you know what? There's a point. Lewis Hamilton is very good at crashing and not really damaging yeah. his car. Have you noticed that? Which He's considering done that quite he doesn't crash times. that often means he doesn't get to practice a lot. So it's actually quite a skill. Maybe he's just in the simulator and they're just like, Lewis, can we actually <laughs> practice some laps today? And he's hours like, no, 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 no I want to crash. Hours smashing it into break. every kind of barrier on the simulator <laughs> to see how the car reacts. Um, or his bike in the in the sauna. Yeah. Or he's been smashing into some fashion, oh. judging by the pictures from the pit lane. But anyway. I would oh. love to see all of the F1 drivers in a sauna. Okay, this is a very different podcast. What's it? No, <laughs> fucking in the sauna. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Hamilton was a bit rubbish actually I've said that he was he, he was all over the back of the, for, the, the shitter Ferrari which driver do you reckon is the fittest 
Oh, we haven't done this for a while. Oh, good question. Do you mean the phys- do you mean the the prettiest or the uh, the physically fittest? Bit of both. I mean, they're all obviously quite fit because they're all athletes. <laughs> I reckon, like I reckon, Vettel's got a bit of a stomach coming. He's given up, hasn't he? He's yeah, yeah. Uh, Ricardo, I reckon, isn't as fit as he thinks. I think Gasly, not for looks, but for like being the absolute good fittest. shape. I reckon Gasly, or maybe I mean, probably Russell, because he's got nothing else going on. As he's just working out and taking his top off. Oh, actually, Russell just looks so skinny and fit. You're right. Very thick What's that they call it? Well. Is it butters? Is that what butters. they say? No. No, butters is when... That means butt ugly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what's the thing... What's the <laughs> phrase that means everything... They start shouting that to oh, girls. Yeah, but, but, oh, you're butters. Butter face. No, I thought there was a phrase that was everything but the fact... Like, if, if a guy is, like, really kind of oh, gym fit... Uh, but he's stealth ugly. moose. What? <laughs> I'm not stealth moose. Like, you, from far away, they look really good. And then you get close and you go, ah, moose. But it sneaks up on you. <laughs> It's it's horribly misogynistic. Where did you grow up again? Uh, Worcestershire. Um, Russell also had a fairly shit race. He was a bit unlucky, I suppose, well, when his car didn't work properly and he had to start from pit lane. But then he just crashed into everybody and wasn't very good. Yeah. So that both of them were well off their game, which makes you wonder what have they been doing? Maybe cycling in the sauna is not the way to go. Yeah. What is that? There's a lot of drivers who were just a bit shit this weekend. It was almost like they were some drivers were like I'm just going to phone it in. I it was almost like it. it was quite difficult to drive an F1 car around a really soggy street. No. <laughs> no, because uh, I don't. How know. hard can it be? I did enjoy Russell's. Over ambitious change for slicks, <laughs> and then this kind of no, yeah. I'm here now. I was watching the timing. Yeah. I've done it now. Timings when that I've happened. made my mess. I'm gonna I, stick I, with I, it. I, I was watching <laughs> the timings when that happened, and he and it sort of like I mean a lap or something afterwards. He was like sort of 13 seconds off the the back runner because somebody else had stopped at the same time, hadn't they, for something? But they'd gone into intermediates again. And yeah. Russell was that 13, and then like two laps later, it came back to me. He was like 52 seconds off the back of them, still just like. You know, like a sort of slightly clueless kid going. No, he's got to learn. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> he's got to learn. He'll, he'll never learn if we if we help him every time. He Shall won't learn. McLaren, Ricardo's best finish of the season, and a lot of this was to do with the free pit under one of the many, many, many safety cars. McLaren also did well out of the two big boys cock-ups. How will you remember Ricardo's? <laughs> that sounded wrong, didn't it? Anyway. How will you remember Ricardo's Formula One career? I think in a few years, barely. I think, no, I think he's a case study for hubris because he, let's not forget, and I think this is being forgotten. He, okay, he left he left Red Bull because Verstappen was quicker than him. But he also went to a Renault drive where he got a sickening amount of money. Like he was 50 on million or something? one of the highest paid drivers. Yeah, one of the highest paid drivers. And then he fucked around for a couple of years. Then he fucked off with Renault and then went to McLaren, where he's also on a pretty high wage. You know, he's not on shit, shit beans. And <laughs> shit beans? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and basically, he has gone for money every time. I mean, yeah, he says it's going to be like, oh, no, I'm part of a project and it's a three-year thing and, you know, I'm going to build a team up and become world champion. But he always fucks off after two years or gets pushed. So it's... His the second half of his career has been dictated by money, which is always a perfect Red Bull driver because they love money. I thought McLaren were quite sport, well, particularly Ricardo were quite spawny in this race. Spawny, What's like that? they lucked into their relative success. I don't think spawny is a word. It is now. Oh, you spawny bastard! It was, it was in Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Oh. Oh, he was stealth sporty getting off with that antler. No, <laughs> was it? With that antler. Yeah, that's right. That's what he used to say. They were lucky because they lucked in under the safety car and also Alpine both DNF'd. Like, 
it's as lucky as you can get considering their car was not that great norris in fairness did all right qualified six then got up to fourth but even he got a position when hamilton messed up so he probably should have been fifth yeah and ricardo shouldn't even have scored points but anyway he'll be gone soon alpine it was a double retirement for alpine Alonso began his record 350th race in fifth place on the grid and ended it on lap 21 with the single word engine. If you had to use one word to sum up Alpine, what would it be? Again, question mark. Actually, in fairness, Alonso was having a pretty good race until the engine died. And Ocon wasn't really. He shouldn't be shouting about 350 races because let's face it, at least... 300 of those have been <laughs> shit. <laughs> what are his stats, actually? Because I'm, I'm just going to look Not it up. Now. Sorry, this is more live Googling. Um, okay. He's got let's, 32 let's wins, 98 podiums. Okay. So that's not bad, I suppose, but okay. 350 races. It's not good enough. Alfa Romeo. Bottas was good, and Joe's collision with Latifi was responsible for a small percentage of the safety cars. Do you think Joe is a laugh off the track? I think maybe more than I expected. Yes, he seems quite jovial in the few <laughs> jovial um, in the few uh, interviews I've seen with him. So yes, my answer is yes. He's hilarious. I don't think I've seen him interview. Probably. I know. I keep. I seem to say this every week, which means I'm not really paying attention to Formula One as much as I was when I was nine. But there was a bit where he came on the screen without his helmet on. I didn't know who he was. <laughs> I think he's a bit of a joker. Joker. Aston Martin. It was points, points, points for this team. And if, like me, you had your head stuck in sick and shit and you've missed most of the season, you would think that they were a really good team. What went right for <laughs> Vettel and Stroll? I just want a question. If you've had your head stuck in shit and puke, I don't know if you're doing it right. <laughs> no, once, it, once, once, it, once it's really there, you've got to stay there. You can't. You like, are you saving it in a bucket or something? <laughs> Where else, where else it, are you going to put it's it? It's in... Yeah, you have to put it in a big bucket. Sorry, anyway, those things were so bad in Britain right that you can't flush a toilet anymore. Uh, Which is me presuming that babies uh, use babies toilets. <laughs> Mine does. God, if only. All right, let's not show off. Come on, this is not time to talk about... This is not time to talk about shit. Aston Martin... I mean, I did um, bring it up, yeah. but... Um, I th- actually think they had quite a... I mean, I don't think they lucked into it in the same way that um, McLaren did. I think they actually did quite well but I wouldn't like to bet on it yeah I think they were alright the car kind of suited the track a bit and they were just you know it's that midfield game isn't it they were just the least the least they, not they didn't shit slap into they did quite well out of it yeah although we should just talk quickly about Aston Martin's alleged uh, budget cap breach yeah because they've done it in a very Aston Martin way which is I think theirs is like a rounding error or something like they're like they're, they're, I think they're like a few quid <laughs> over it's just like you know, if you go to a market, they're like, oh, can I have half a pound of apples? Like, oh, just over. Is that right, mate? <laughs> it's like, oh, can I have a budget cap? Oh, it's just over. Is that right? Yeah, don't worry about it, mate. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess we'll find out. I mean, I am intrigued now to know what the details are because I'm sad and old and want to know about financial impropriety. I'm sure we're going to hear a lot about this over the winter. <laughs> and I'm sure the race will do several podcasts yeah, we just about will it because they seem to like doing any of that. We will <laughs> do one podcast about it. Yes. Uh, uh, Lovely. 
the cars were in an absolute state, Haas didn't do too horrendously. We saw the old fave, orange and black flag, and Schumacher got a puncture. Haas have now gone six races with nil point. What is Mazepin doing now, though? I don't know. Do you think he has been called yeah, up? Probably. I mean, if if Russia do nuke, if Russia do nuke, I mean, I'm quite near Croatia. Croatia? I mean, I'm about as far from... Croatia? <laughs> you've, you've not been following quite this war terribly closely, have you? Yeah. <laughs> well, who's he done now? <laughs> no, I'm about as far from Kiev as I am Ooh, from London. So quite far. So I'm right in the middle. So still quite far, but, you know, if there's nuclear, I've heard that nukes can travel quite no, a I way. So. I mean, you've got to lob them by hand, haven't you? So they're not going to go that far. And Russia's pissed off with Ooh. Berlin. Russia's pissed off with everyone. Hence, you know, the wars. Because of the gas. The wars and, and the also gas and the everything. Wars. I think it's about... Right, Berlin has got a couple of big Soviet memorials to the war that the Soviets built and cut away. You've got to keep these. I reckon they should not I mean, I'm there. still sad that everybody died. I just don't want yeah, any more to die. But, you know. um, Alpha Tari. Well, these guys really cocked it up, oh. didn't they? What have we learnt, team? Put the dry track tyres on when the track is dry. How do you reckon this monumental fuck-up came about? Gasly can't be asked. He was... Very unhappy with his team after the race, and Sonoda is Sonoda, uh, so he crashed. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Gasly's working his notice. Yeah, it just wasn't very. I'm saying it now. Yeah, he's going to work his notice. Sonoda is staying next year, so he doesn't have to try anymore because he's never going to get a third year. So neither of them I'm give a shit. I'm su- actually very surprised that Sonoda's got yet another. We said this last year as well when he had his his yeah. uh, contract renewed. He's had it. It's because after years of Red Bull having this amazing Red Bull Young Driver program, they've got no, no one left. I got a call last week. Did you? Didn't answer it. But you'd fallen off yeah. your bike. Mm. Oh. Williams. Latifi got a grid penalty for his dangerous driving. What's the most dangerous thing you have ever done? Can't remember a name. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. Oh, I must have I've done, done something. I did quite a lot of stupid extreme sports when I was younger. Somehow got away with it. What, like embroidery? No, like jumping off roofs and stuff like that. I don't think I've ever done anything dangerous. Uh, I'm quite I cautious. A, I went in a F1 car. I went in a dragster. That was quite dangerous. If you'd have crashed. The drugs came. Yeah. I drank some big <laughs> ones. Okay, you win. What about you, Chica? Apart mm. from having a child. I've or actually right started driving again. Oh, oh dear fuck. God. Un- Red Bull will be on the phone. Unsupervised. <sighs> Where's the baby? <laughs> <laughs> in the back. No, I haven't actually taken him out yet. All of which takes us to the standings with Terry Saunders. In first place, can win the championship in Japan, it's Max Verstappen. In second place, can, f- can finally stop pretending to win in Japan, it's Charlie Clerk. In third place, can tell you the best Mexican food in Japan, that's probably racist. Uh, in fourth place, can wear the wrong clothes in Japan, it's George Russell. Uh, in fifth place, can share a hotel room in, with his cousin in Japan, it's Carlos Sainz. In sixth place, he's big in Japan, it's Lewis Hamilton. In seventh place, he's actually very tall in Japan, that's Lando Norris, also racist. Um, eighth place, we'll get some used panties from a vending machine in Japan, it's Esteban Ocon. Can have an <laughs> underwhelming race in Japan, it's Fernando Alonso. Can get his bum out in Japan, it's Valtteri Bottas. Can drink from his shoe in Japan, I'm doing the greatest hits, it's Danny Ricardo. Can nearly, finally, finally, nearly fucking give up in Japan, it's Sebastian Vettel. In 13th, you can get some really good anime porn in Japan. I'm just not sure if that's racist against Japanese or the French. It's Pierre Gasly. Can suck my balls in Japan. It's Kevin Magnussen. And I want to pause the standings here because I listen to the Races podcast. As in the race, not the racist. <laughs> the Racist podcast. I listen to Joe Rogan. Well, no. that's, that's what we're calling it from now on. And 
they were talking about the possibility that if Kevin Magnussen drives for Haas next year and Nico Hulkenberg does, then what's the one, I think it's Scott Mitchell or whatever, was kind of moaning, saying, oh, I can just imagine all the people on the internet doing old jokes about like suck my balls and everything. They're going to bring that back and it's going to be just like, I'm rolling my eyes just thinking about it. What I want to say to the race right now, we have never stopped making that fucking joke, you fucker. Yeah, yeah. We have been consistent. Yeah. I don't remember what year that was. I think that was 1987 he said that. And I've said that on every standing since. Even when Kevin Magnussen wasn't racing, I, I made that was, joke. Well, I think it was Jan Magnussen who made that joke. <laughs> anyway, can probably buy Japan. It's Lance Stroll in 15th. Can look for a job in Japan. It's Mick Schumacher in 16th. Can win his home race in Japan. It's Yuki Sonoda in 17th. Can begin his 2023 prep in Japan. It's Zhou in 18th. He can ask his mum for his kidney back in Japan. It's Alexander Albon. What? What does that mean? I think appendix my ass. He, he was in, he's in intensive care. You know full well that Alexander Albon woke up in an ice bath <laughs> and a note from his mum saying, sorry, I needed the money. <laughs> In 20th place, can just put his feet up in Japan. It's Nick DeFries. Okay, and I went through an old school um, standings. I use songs. And so, songs with night in the title for the teams. It's been a hard day's night. It's Red Bull. It's night fever for Ferrari all the day. And all of the night is on wrong tyres. It's Mercedes. Uh, twisting the light away is McLaren. Saturday night is Alpine because Alonso did all right on Saturday. Nights in white Saturn is Alfa Romeo because their car's kind of white. Dancing in the dark is Aston Martin because yeah, we're having a good time. Tonight's the night to change my wing. It's Haas or Kevin Magnussen <laughs> with balls. You shook me all night long and brought out a safety car. It's Alfa Tari and all night long, all night long. What's the point? It's Williams. <laughs> Can't be bothered. And now for the man of the match of driving. Sergio Perez. And now it's time for the State of F1 with Terry Saunders. So, Red Bull overspent on the budget cap. Of course they did. They pretty much told us they would, and now they have a big fat but tightly aerodynamically sculpted finger at the FIA saying, what the fuck are you going to do about it? And what will the FIA do about it? Well, let's dive in. Red Bull have allegedly... Actually, do you know what? Not even allegedly. This is all rumour and hearsay, but I believe it because I don't like Red Bull. (laughs) And an F1 rumour is like smoke. There's often a car on fire in the garage, or in this case, some pants. Anyway, they've allegedly overspent on the budget cap by a factor of millions for the 2021 season that they won. Bullshit, remember? If they are found to have breached the budget cap, the FIA say there are many sanctions they can throw at them from saying, ooh, naughty, don't do that again, please, to throwing them out of the championship. If they opt for the former or a fine or anything that basically lets them get away with it, then it makes a mockery of the budget cap and all the big teams will overspend and new teams like Audi and Porsche that are peeking around the door will say, actually, this party looks silly. And they won't throw them out of the championship because the FIA are fucking wussy, pathetic cowards. But don't worry, I have a solution. Look, I like Lewis Hamilton these days, and he was actually robbed of the championship last year by a dodgy Abu Dhabi blah, blah, blah. 
If Red Bull were also merrily cheating, filling Verstappen's fresh tyres on the final lap with crisp dollar bills, then this is really the most elegant solution to the ugliest problem F1 has faced in years. But the FIA wouldn't dare because, say it with me, they are fucking wussy pathetic cowards. So instead, I propose the following. All must be made to happen for it to be valid. Every time a Red Bull driver or car is shown on the coverage, the caption must read, Max Verstappen, the cheating bastard, or Oracle Red Bull Racing, <laughs> cheating bastards. Red Bulls have to start at the back of each race without front wings and have to get into the pits for a fresh one. Every lap driven, they have to pay a million pounds to their Wings for Life charity. That's going to hurt, because that's like, that's like a real charity. And Christian Horner isn't allowed to talk ever again. And I don't just mean on the telly, I mean for reals. <laughs> <laughs> and that is it from us it's goodbye to Phil Tromans goodbye we haven't had time to talk about blood and pus mm. which has been coming out of Lewis Hamilton's nose because he got fined for taking his nose stud out and then he put it back in again or something because of the blood and the pus I don't really understand it but because it makes no sense but he got fined for having a nose stud again well, he got fined something like 25 grand which is one of those things we haven't got time to talk oh, about yeah, it Terry and to Terry Saunders and we also haven't had time to talk about also Lewis Hamilton. Toto Wolf thinks he's got another five years in him. Driving. In what? Driving. Oh, in terms of, in okay, terms of Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say he's going to die. All right. <laughs> well, we'll be back next week to discuss the Japanese Grand Prix in Japan. In the meantime, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash for F1's sake and follow us on Twitter at for F1's sake. Terry, where can people buy merch? FF1S.com forward slash shop, shop, shop. No fucking about. Get on with it. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening. See you in a while. I've been Chica motherfucking ass. Goodbye. Motherfucking sounds weird. Goodbye. You are a Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.